You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church at church2911.com. Here's our lead pastor, Rick Hand, with this week's message. Thanks for joining us. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, but we're so glad that we have this time together today. So thanks for being here. And I hope you'll comment and kind of get involved if you can a little bit. Today we start a new sermon series, which is really kind of cool. We're gonna be able to do this sermon series online and it's called Repeat. And hopefully you'll understand what we mean by repeat as we get into this uh, first sermon here today. It's God laid this on my heart. The, The whole thing is about how we need to get prayer actually into our communities, that we need to get it outside of just the church building and look today. We're not even in the church building. And God laid this on my heart uh, several months ago, and then now today we're getting to share this, that we need to be doing this. Uh, and he already knew this was coming, and, and uh, God's already planned for this moment, for this message, for this time. Here's the first thing to think about, though, is before you can give something away, before we can take prayer into our communities, before we can hand it off to somebody else, before we can share a prayer with someone, before you give something away, you've got to have it. You've got to own something before you can give it away. So let's jump in. Here's three things today. First of all, we need to learn, okay? So we need to learn what is prayer. And prayer is just talking to God. John chapter 16, verse 23 says, At that time you won't need to ask me for anything, Jesus says. I'll tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. So what Jesus is saying there is is that we don't just have to let him ask the Father for for us whatever we need, but that we actually get to talk to God the Father, that prayer is just talking to him, and we have that privilege, okay? But here's another thing that prayer is. It's wrestling with God. I I like that term. I've heard people use it a lot about the story of Jacob. Let me read you a scripture from Genesis chapter 32, verse 28. And this is where God was speaking to Jacob. And he said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob had wrestled all night long with an angel, with God. We don't know exactly what it is because at a point it kind of speaks of it being an angel. But then then after this, he said, you've struggled with God or you've wrestled with God. And so he wrestles and he, and he won't let go and he won't let go, he says, until he gets a blessing. And so he hangs on and hangs on and hangs on. Now, a couple, a couple of questions here then. Who is he struggling with and, and who is it that he's overcome? He's not overcoming God, even though that's what it almost seems like, right? It almost sounds like he's saying, you've overcome humans and you've overcome God. That's, that's not what he's saying. He says, you've struggled with humans, you've struggled with God, and you've overcome one of the things we humans do often is when something goes wrong, we, we look for someone to blame. We look for a place to, to, to pinpoint, this is what went wrong. This is the person that hurt me. And that can often move over right into our prayer life as well, is we want to tell God, hey, this person wronged me. I, I've got this problem in my life, and it's because they wronged me. Or I've got this problem in my life that uh, I need you to fix, God, so fix it for me. Or, um, or God, you know, I don't have everything I want, and so I want you to give this to me. But maybe, I think definitely, 
what was going on here is that Jacob was wrestling with God, but what he was having to overcome was the stuff that was in his own life. That when we pray and talk to God in a wrestling way, we're saying, God, I know I've been wronged in the past, but show me where I'm wrong also. I know in this situation, someone may have wronged me, and that's what I feel, but God, show me where I was also wrong in that situation. Or God, this thing needs to be fixed in my life, and I need your help, but show me what I can do to also fix this thing that's in my life. And God, you already know what I want, but what I really need is I need you to tell me what you want in my life. And then when we start praying in those ways, then we really start overcoming because we start overcoming all the stuff that's in, inside of us. Instead of pointing our fingers and trying to, trying to figure out who else is uh, to blame because I can't fix them. I can't change them. All I can change, all I can really overcome is what is already in my life. And that, and that leads me to another scripture is our first John chapter five says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. Okay. That said earlier in that verse, if we ask anything according to his will, we know he's going to hear us. So prayer is also aligning our hearts with God. You know, I had this thought a few weeks ago building this building this sermon is that you know some some way in my life that that this happens all the time is I know there are some things that my wife Deva wants and so if I just say something to her I know she's going to say okay I mean if if I were to say hey let's go to the beach for vacation I know that's going to be a, a yes if I say hey let's go pick up a couple of the grandkids and take them to eat I know that's going to be a yes because I'm al I've aligned my heart with her heart. I've aligned my words with her heart. And that's what this scripture means. And so when we're struggling in prayer, what we're doing is overcoming a lot of our stuff so we can align ourselves with God so that when we pray, we know these things are going to happen. Okay, so now we've talked a little bit about what prayer is. But then how do we pray? Because we need to practice praying. Okay, another scripture. Ephesians chapter 6, this is verse 12 and verse 18 put together. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Okay, so according to the scripture, we're praying against dark, the darkness that is in this world. So one of the things we need to do is identify the darkness and not to identify it, to pray down against it, but understand that everything we're praying is we're praying into a world of darkness. So identify the darkness. Where is the darkness? Before we can pray for God's help, before we can pray for some kind of miracle or blessing to happen, we've got to know where the darkness is, what the need is before we can pray for the solution. And so we need to identify where, where are the dark places? There are a lot of dark places in our lives these days. Where are those dark places? Those are the places that we need to be praying. And then he also says to pray in the spirit. Now, I don't fully understand this. I, I, I don't, uh, don't want to say that, you know, uh, that I fully understand this, but Romans chapter eight, verse 26 says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. I don't completely understand that, but I know, it tr I know it's true. I know it happens. I know it's happened in my life. 
I got a, an article for you if you go to the, the, the online sermon notes and uh, by J.D. Greer, uh, president of the, the Southern Baptist Association. And uh, he talks about this and, and uh, I, I don't have time to go into the depth of it, but the Holy Spirit wants to help us in our praying. So even when we don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit is still helping us pray. Okay, and then another thing he says in there, at the very end of that verse, uh, verse 18, he said, pray always, pray everywhere, pray at every occasion. So don't just pray on Sunday mornings. Don't just pray when we're gathered together in church. You know, and great, great scripture for this moment, isn't it? Because if we only pray when we're in church, when we're gathered together, then we're not going to be praying at all right now. We have to be praying at all times and in every occasion. So that means every day of the week, wherever we're at, whatever's going on, whatever, whatever's happening, whatever, whatever uh, may be happening in our life and, and whatever we're having to, to, to deal with or accomplish throughout the day, pray in all those situations. And uh, I like to say sometimes, you know, that's uh, take it to the streets. We need to take our prayer to the streets. We need to not just learn, not just practice, but we also need to repeat it. That when we get out of those times of, of uh, being together in service or being together in small group and praying, that we need to be rehearsing this and we need to be repeating this as we get out into the community. You see, this isn't a time for us to be fearful. This isn't a time for the church to be fearful. This is a time for the church to be very forward in everything we do. This is the time that, that the world historically has looked to the church for help, for, for prayer. I mean, even our leaders call for prayer at this time. So this is a time for the church to be very forward. We need to be taking prayer to the streets. And I, I want to give you five ways that we can do that, okay? And then we'll wrap up this. Is number one is start by saying grace. Now, I know some of you that have been Christians a long time, you're going to say, wow, that, that's, that's just so elementary. Well, you know what? Some people are just getting started. And if you're just getting started, take baby steps. You know, and, and I'd like to say today that, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you know, say grace over your meal. You know, but you can't go to a restaurant right now, right? But you know what? You, you can start this. You can start this by saying grace at home if you don't already. You can say grace when you go through the drive-thru and pick up your burger and you're going down the road you, before you eat it. You can, you can say grace. You don't have to close your eyes to pray, okay? Especially if you're driving down the road. But you can say grace and you can start developing those times. Like I said, take baby steps. Here's another way that we can take it to the streets. Promise to pray for someone. You know, I just uh, got a uh, text from someone just yesterday about a need they had in their life. They text several people, several, several other people in their life and asked for prayer. And, uh, and, you know, and I sent a text back promising that I would pray. And we do that all the time. But if you do that, make yourself a note. I made myself a note right then something that I would see on a regular basis every day so I would remember to pray. Because if you promise to pray and then you don't pray, what have you done? You've broken a promise. So if, if you promise to pray, make sure you follow through with that. Here's the third way. Offer to pray with friends right then. And it was really cool when, when uh, this friend of mine texted a bunch of us that some sent prayers right back through texting. You know, not waiting. I'll pray, I'll pray for you one day. Or I'll pray for you later or when I've got a chance. But taking that opportunity. Look, here's the goal. The goal is not really that you and I uh, stop every single moment of our life and pray for something. 
but that we're ready, that we're prepared to stop at any moment and pray whenever prayer is needed. All right, here's the fourth one. Ask for opportunity. I've got some great friends that every time I've eaten with them in a restaurant, when the waitress would come around, take our order, they would say, hey, uh, we're ministers and, and uh, we're going to be asking the blessing in just a few moments, go praying to God. Is there anything we can talk to God about for you? Do you have any needs? And I thought, man, that's an awesome thing. And I'd like to get that, you know, I've done that a few times since then, but I'd really like to get that into my practice. And that's the way we can do it, by actually just asking somebody. You know, if somebody's having a tough day, say, well, how can I pray with you about that? So offer, and that opens the door of opportunity for you to pray. Here's the last one. Cover situations in prayer. One of the things I like to do, and this this has actually become a practice of mine, is whenever I drive through a a school zone, I almost called it a prayer zone, because whenever I drive through a school zone, I turn it into a prayer zone. I pray over that school, over the students, over what might be going on there, problems that are going on there. Pray for the faculty, pray for, pray for uh, good, good teachers to be great mentors to the kids and, and help them, God, to see some of the things going on in the kids' lives. And I turn that into a prayer zone. I, I pray a covering over, over that school. And right now is a very important time for us to do that because of the coronavirus and other things going on to pray over our society, pray over our communities, pray over areas, areas of our life. And this is, a, this is a great time to do this. I mean, you can't do anything else, right? I mean, you can't go uh, bowling. You can't go to the theater. You know, you can't do a lot of those. Kind, you can't even go out to eat right now. So as you're driving around, as, you're, as you are going the few places that you can go, This is a great time to start practicing this kind of prayer. Let me encourage you to do something right now. Maybe maybe ask around around the room. If you want to pause the video right before we close in prayer and just ask if there are needs in the room so that when we pray together, we can be praying over those needs as well. You can do that right now if you'd like. Just pause the video and ask around the room if there are people with you. You're, what, what do we need to be praying about? What are, what are we praying about for your life? What do you need help with? And now let's pray. Father, I love you. And, and again, we thank you, Lord, that you already have a plan for all the days of our lives. And, and God, you saw these days that we're walking in right now. And you already had a plan for that. And God, it's obvious with so many things that you said and you've done, Lord, and how you've led us and and spoken things to us, God, that you have this plan. And now, Lord, we pray over the needs. Help us to, to start this here, but to take it into our communities, to take it to the streets, to take it, Lord, as we're driving down the streets, Lord, to, to take it into our relationships, God, to take it to social media, to take it into our texts and our emails, God, to take prayer into all those places. And God, for, for uh, people that need healing and people that need, need health, people, Lord, that need wisdom, people that need direction, people that need you to just somehow rescue their marriage, God, People that, uh, people that feel alone and just need the comfort and the peace of your presence, God. We pray for all of those needs today. And as God, as, as these families, Lord, are praying for one another right now, whether out loud or in their hearts, God, hear all those prayers and God, meet every one of those needs, I pray. And then God, make us up to this task to take prayer into our communities. In Jesus' name, amen. If you need prayer, we'd love to pray with you. You can email our prayer team at prayer at church2911.com or text us at 
476-2911. You can learn more about our church by visiting church2911.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. Thanks for listening to the 2911 Sermons Podcast. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.